Hello, and welcome to Ignite and Inspire podcast. I'm your host, Summer, and I can't begin to express how excited I am to embark on this new journey. Ignite and Inspire podcast is the manifestation of a dream worth holding on to. This podcast serves multiple purposes. Not only do I want to create a platform to inspire others, but to acknowledge so many points of inspiration in the day-to-day. I want to create a safe and healthy space to explore, dream, learn, grow, and ignite magic, which may be a bit uncomfortable, but it's so, 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 so worth the journey. Being my first episode, I will find it important to establish context, understanding where I am in my life, and why I believe God is calling me to start now with the intent of driving the need and purpose for this platform. In advance, I appreciate you for listening as I make this commitment to myself and you all. So let's go ahead and hop right in, starting with the beauty and love and intimacy, storytelling, and creativity. I'll be the first to say that I hate, hate, hate any questions or conversations pertaining to what I want to do with my life because what don't I want to do with my life question mark but I always respond with my love of driving impact and storytelling it was seventh grade when in an educational capacity literature was introduced to me as a powerful means to tell stories and I'm talking past like accelerated reading points requirements all the things seventh grade was when I truly was able to look at literature in all capacity past books but touching on video storytelling and audio and storytelling through art just different avenues of communicating moments stories traditions and it really resonated with me i also became passionate with how i could use my voice to share stories in my own way translating stories that have been passed down to me or that I've heard in educational capacities, social capacities, whatever it may be, how I could use my voice to translate those in hopes of sharing the content, yes, but also themes that resonated and messages that are worth translating. In this period of my time, I also got involved with numerous performances, open mics, writing competitions, things of that nature to act on this newfound passion point of storytelling, sharing my voice, performing, using my voice to drive impact. And it it was after I had presented the middle school speech at our graduation and one of my teachers came to me and said, Summer, you have a beautiful voice. Never stop using it. And in seventh grade, I was like, oh, those are such nice words. Thank you so much. But I didn't understand, one, what she saw in me. I just was thinking to myself, like, okay, like, I have confidence. I am okay with speaking on a mic. Cool. But she saw something in me. I I truly believe God was using her as a vessel to spark and ignite um, passion points that I'd later in life use to drive what I do, how I communicate and engage with my loved ones, 
So needless to say, if you are in a space where you're like, what even is my passion? Um, tap back into your childhood and see if there is anything that resonated with you. Um, but I graduated middle school, it was all fun and dandy. Went to high school and became involved in my school's journalism staff where I was exposed to more of a technical form of multimedia communications. Um, I fell in love with the interviewing process and the reporting process and really wanted to specialize in those human impact stories where I was able to go out and connect with everyday people and find stories within their everyday life. And it was so interesting because within that experience, I would find people that were like, sure, I'll talk to you about this random thing that I do on the side of my day job. Or it was interesting because they were so excited to talk, talk to me about some random thing that they did in life or experience that they uh, had or what they do in their nine to five or what they do outside of their nine to five. Um, and me being so passionate about something so mundane to them but was so exciting um, and inspiring to me and being able to translate those stories in a beautiful way um, that helped others tap in and drive the empathy that they have with other people. Um, really, really enjoyed that experience uh, and am extremely grateful. So the question may beg to differ, like how did I end up going to Howard and majoring in business, on the journalism staff, I was social media editor like by my senior year. And I was intrigued by just how we drove views and readership listeners past our parents and grandparents and immediate family. We did have to sell subscriptions in order to publish our magazine but we make great content we make amazing stories and people should want to tap in past our our families and though though not everyone in high school has the bread to tap in we they can look at our website which is free they can listen to our broadcast station which is free and i'm like how can we get people to be as excited about our stories as we are about creating them and sharing them, which is where I drove interest in, or I, which is where the interest in marketing and strategy ignited. And once it was time for me to apply for college, I went ahead and made the decision to major in business so that I could get that understanding um, from a strategic standpoint. And it was at Howard where I learned how storytelling is part of business. It's all, it's, it's marketing. Marketing is storytelling. It is taking a brand story. It is taking service and the story behind it and selling it to consumers. And I found that extremely interesting. Um, I also learned a lot of tactical strategies to do so and was able to engage in various corporate opportunities to practice that and execute that all the professional and educational experience aside, I was extremely infatuated by how the transition of stories drove the progression of Howard University, the education, the culture, students, orgs, um, all these things. 
I think Howard is truly a special place. It's something that continues to grow and develop based on what is shared word of mouth primarily, but also via various platforms that students, the organization, university create in order to drive progression. Um, needless to say, there is so much impact in translating information, um, translating these emotions, these experiences from one group of people to another. Um, and it evokes emotion and drives impact in a way that creates change. Storytelling is the gateway to inspiration. It's the gateway to creativity, to intimacy, and allows for us to carry traditions and history. Storytelling is an act of service, um, and it equips us with the tools that we need, the tools and resources that we need to ignite our dreams and passion projects. There's so much to unpack in that. The more that I think about the strength in storytelling, I'm reminded of my early experiences of storytelling, of listening to stories as a connection point, many of which to this day I thank my grandmother for. Now, when I was younger, I'd spent every summer in South Carolina. If you know me, you know I'm from Atlanta, which is a major city, of course. And South Carolina is a little bit more, I'm talking Greenwood, South Carolina, it's a little bit more rural. Um, a little bit more quiet and every single day the paper boy would deliver the newspaper he'd throw the newspaper and my grandmother would go out and get it and read it but if you know you know the sunday papers where publication would come with the hitting news um more importantly for me the best comics and after my grandmother spent the entire day reading stories you know here and there at the end of the night she'd call me into the living room and she'd say summer it's time to read the comics and it was my favorite part of every single day she would sit me on her lap i'd cuddle up cozy in with her and she would read the comics but i'm not talking like just straight up read word for word ah she'd give each character a voice and it helped me associate the characters with a certain personality uh, it drive the emotion that the comics created with the tonality, the the artwork, um, and it was just such a special moment for my grandmother and I, and I'd make her reread these comics over and over and over again, and I'd save the Sunday paper because that's where the best comics were, and hell, <laughs> I didn't beg her to read them throughout the week. And it was just something, a core memory that I hold on to nearly and dearly. Um, but when I think about storytelling, it brings me back to those intimate moments with her, someone I love, someone I truly cherish um, and look up to and appreciate those moments. Now our relationship has evolved. We don't read the comics together, I fear, but we share so many stories, stories that she's never spoke, told anyone, stories that I've never told anyone. And I love our relationship for that because there is a, a vulnerability that comes with it. There's a comfortability knowing that there's genuine interest in understanding one another. And she doesn't know it, but she's taught me quite a bit about 
um, those near and dear relationships um, and the impact of being an empath and truly understanding others' viewpoints. She's the one person that um, I know as a, probably like the first major traveler in my life outside of my dad. My dad traveled for work, yes, but for leisure and for immersion, my grandmother would travel to all these countries and she'd collect magnets, she'd put them on her refrigerator. And it was just something that I really looked up to her for. I could really go on and on about that. Um, but there is the big gist is that me and her have this extremely close love, one, um, but ability to have intimate moments and connect in that way. And it's something I cherish um, immensely. I also cherish intimate moments that I'm able to have with my close friends and family around me, in addition to my grandmother, yes. But uh, with my close friends in particular, I love to have a good Vegas moment. Now, I credit a dear friend of mine who doesn't remember that he put me onto this, but it's okay. Um, but essentially, when we first started, um, when I first met him, he was like, Summer, I'm going to introduce to you Vegas moments. Do you know what those are? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't understand that. Um, and it's crazy that he doesn't remember any of this. But um, essentially, what a Vegas moment is, is my cue to say, like, what's shared in these conversations between you and I is safe, safe to explore, learn, to ask questions, to grow in a judgment-free environment. Um, and it's funny because, especially through the pandemic, I think we all can relate that we struggled with finding ways to stay connected in ways that didn't allow us to be physically in person, all things uh, considered. And I began having Vegas moments with my friends in order to establish comfortability in that space to, to share, to learn, to grow, um, and to develop more intimate depths to our relationship. A lot of my friends now have actually adopted it uh, after finally asking what Vegas moments actually meant. And I know, I know some other people have their own cues to say like, I want to create a safe space to share a message with you. Mine is Vegas moments, and that might evolve or change depending on the environment that I'm in. Um, so I encourage you to create your own space. If you want to use Vegas moments, I'm happy to share. Um, if you want to create something new, like, hey, let's eat mac and cheese. As you're cute to say, I want to unpack. Let's talk about X, Y, and Z. Do your thing. But um, I think it's interesting because we live in such a world where we crave transparency, we crave intimacy, we crave understanding the world around us and the people around us in a more in-depth way. And in tangent, we've also developed this like public stoning, which has evolved in a technical way that impacts the learning and growing process. Um, this is a conversation for a totally different day, um, something more that needs to be unpacked, but I do want to acknowledge the need for intimacy and connectivity and holistic empathy. Um, all that being said, if you need to create a space, do so. Tra charge yourself to get deeper with the relationships in your life. Um, it's not 
something that should be frowned upon. It's not something that should make us uncomfortable. And if it does make you uncomfortable to get deep with someone, that's something to unpack. Um, but we should be able to share stories in our own way, in our own right, with the people around us, with those loved ones. Um, so I challenge you to do so. Storytelling allows a vulnerability and it helps us develop the comfortability to unapologetically be who we are, share what we enjoy, share what's resonated with us, what's invoked in emotion, what's, you know, it, it allows for that space. And I'm truly inspired by it. It allows for us to fully immerse ourselves in someone else's world and spark creativity for aspirations and projects. Um, in addition to the strong need for intimacy and that strong need for depth within our relationships, I'm also feeling a strong desire to tap back into my own creativity and share those revelations in the process, hence the creation of this podcast. I used to be extremely creative. I've already shared a, a bit of that through my experiences in grade school, um, tapped into that in my early phases of college life. Um, but I have let the world adjust my priorities and I'm sensing a strong need, personal need, to tap back into that creativity for a number of reasons. As a child, creativity fosters mental growth and provides opportunities to try and explore new ideas, new ways of thinking, problem solving, exploration, all these things. And it's baked into our curriculum. It's baked into our childhood. It's something that is encouraged, celebrated. Now, as adults, we're in the space where the big priority is how are you going to sustain your life? How are you going to feed yourself? How are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to be an amazing citizen in this world? And we fail to acknowledge the devices that are used to help us be these amazing, impactful, strong individuals. Um, and personally, I'm experiencing this firsthand. Um, I live in New York now and I am in my early years of corporate I'm really enjoying the experience and everything that I'm learning however I'm struggling with balancing the expectations from a professional standpoint and from a career development standpoint with my personal needs and I've been experiencing a lot of burnout I've experienced burnout in the past like pre- graduation pre-college I've experienced burnout for sure but I had safety nets to protect me and allow me the space to test drive different avenues of release now as an adult I have to be more intentional about where I find those moments of breath those moments to tap back into myself and in conversation with others with close friends family whoever it may be, I sense a, a theme. There's a need to be creative, to be inspired, to pour back into ourselves 
so that we can be this holistic individual, this holistic person. And it's hard to, it's hard for me to digest having conversations, career development conversations, professional development conversations without acknowledging the personal. Now, talking about all of this in the workplace gets a little dicey for 50 million reasons, but it's important as individuals to acknowledge it for ourselves, to say I cannot be the best employee without being the best summer. So I'm in the space of tapping back into creativity as an adult because creativity engages the mind. It enables alternative ways of thinking. It unblocks old patterns or habits of thinking. It allows for non-linear thinking. It breaks chains. And there are so many benefits in playing and being creative as an adult from releasing endorphins and being happy and sparking mood and emotion and getting out of the mundane to improving brain functionality, ensuring that you're, you're sharp, you are able to execute, you're able to do. It fuels our energy tanks. Already mentioned it, but I am a recovering people pleaser. I experience burnout. I am managing, but um, part of managing and processing and moving and growing is being intentional about routines and tapping back in. It also improves our memory and stimulates brain growth. Um, if you are like me in your mid-twenties um, and have noticed that your memory has been a little, mm, a little shaky, you are not getting old. Stop telling yourself that. Maybe you just need to, one, take your vitamins and go to the doctor. But two, tap back into balance within your day, putting inputting creativity into your life, taking time to be inspired, to execute and do things for yourself before pouring back into other people. It's something ooh, that needs to be unpacked. Um, but we need to roll the dice and allow play back into our lives because oftentimes we get caught in what we need to do and not what we want to do. I'm gonna say that again. Oftentimes we get caught in what we need to do and not what we want to do. And that's something that we all should probably cut out or print out and put on our walls because we all have these goals and aspirations. We create these vision boards. How do we make progress towards those goals and those visions for ourselves if we're not allocating the time within our 24-hour day to pour into those, those things. Creativity is inclusive of more than just the arts and sparks inspiration that drives communication and storytelling. As adults, we need to be intentional about implementing creativity in our own way. It's not saying we need to pick up a paintbrush, um, but we need to be intentional about implementing creativity back into our routines to allow ourselves the space to be impactful in all that we do. This platform is my way of tapping back into a world of creativity through storytelling and through cultivating a safe community to have the transformative conversations. In all transparency, living at my edge, I've re-recorded this episode three times, <laughs> but I'm grateful to God for sending me numerous pushes and nudges to just do. 
stop ideating, stop procrastinating, and just do. However, with my own need for inspiration and desire to be intentional about pouring into my cup, I acknowledge the lack thereof in environments around me. In this episode, we talked about how storytelling is the gateway to inspiration, the gateway to creativity and to intimacy. It allows us to be vulnerable and with practice, grows our comfortability in sharing ourselves with the world, with other people, with the people around us. We should be intentional about the integrating creativity and storytelling back into our lives so that we can spark inspiration and drive progress. Move mountains by implementing creativity and inspiration and storytelling back into our lives. This is a Unite and Inspire podcast. And if you like the message that I had to share today and you want to hear more, if you're interested in joining in on this journey of finding inspiration and igniting passion points, igniting progress, igniting conversation, igniting community, if you are interested in any of this, you should join me along this journey. Let's broaden yourself and others' perspectives, um, and let's look at the little moments of inspiration in the everyday. Be sure to download this episode, subscribe and like this podcast so you can keep up to date with new drops and upcoming shows, um, and leave a comment to let me know what resonates. Even more, let's continue this conversation Connect with me on Instagram at Ignite and Inspire Podcast. Um, And thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.